0: Welcome to the Entrepreneur Playbook Podcast. I am your host, Chris Wright, and this is your place to get strategies for success in business and in life. Now, let's get straight into the show. Earlier this week, I went to Callaway Golf Performance Center for a club thing, for a golf club thing, right? I'm trying to improve my golf, and one way that I thought I might do that is by getting new clubs, right? right? It's one of those things that I get a bit, you know, the gear, right, you get excited, all the gear, no idea, that's, yeah, that's totally, uh, totally going to be me. So uh, I booked this, I booked a club fitting with, uh, with Callaway, and you know what, the whole experience was absolutely brilliant, and what I want to do is dive into today and tell you about the lessons that I picked up while I was there, not in a golf sense, in a total business and sales sense. Right, and I just can't help doing this, by the way. And I've told you guys before, whenever I interact with a business, I'm looking at their funnel, I'm looking at their business, I'm looking at how they're marketing, how they're selling. How are they getting people through the door? How are they turning them into customers and how are they turning them into raving fans? Right? And this is going to be one of those times, I know this conversation is going to be one of those times where I know a whole bunch of people will, they'll be listening, they'll be watching, and then they're going to switch off because they think, I don't like golf, or I'm not in the business of selling golf clubs. And those people are gonna miss out on some incredible lessons, and it would be a huge, a huge mistake to switch off. Okay, but I know that people will do it because they'll go, this won't work for me, right? They're already thinking it, this won't work for me. I'm not in the golf industry, I, I don't like golf. Forget that, what I want you to do is listen and say, how can I apply this to my business, right? And even when you, and I know we all have it, we all have that first thought of this won't work for my business. Stop. When you have that thought, stop. Ask yourself, how can I make that work in my business? Does that make sense? So let's dive in. So let let me just kind of give you a bit of background. What is a club fitting? For those of you who are are not in the, the golf world, what is a club fitting? Essentially, like Callaway sell golf clubs, right? And you go along, and it's amazing, there's this, uh, on the show notes, I'll make sure that I put the pictures, there's this huge screen uh, with a golf course, like a computerised golf course, and you basically hit into the screen, and you see your, you see where the ball goes, right, and you, like, well, actually, for me, it's normally, like, off to the right somewhere, but you see where it goes, and it kind of gives you all this data, all this feedback, and their job is to find the best set of clubs that are going to work for your game, Right? And, you know, and that's essentially what it is. It's an hour and a half session. Um, and and it was just, you know, it was, A, it was great fun as a golfer. But B, it's about finding like the, the perfect set of clubs to fit you and your games so that you can then improve your game, play better, etc. And for those of you, okay, so for, for everyone, if you've been around like the marketing world, uh, or the business world for any number of time, you've probably heard the term lead magnet. And in, your, in marketing, you'll hear about this a lot of the time, like lead magnets or free plus shipping offers. And for local consultants, for local businesses, perhaps you do like a free consultation, right? I know we do that in our fitness business, um, but things like that, right? You might offer a free uh, quote for whatever it is, right? And the power of those things is so clear, especially, and what I to say, especially in this environment with Callaway, right? So I I was there for an hour and a half hitting balls into this giant screen. I think it was St. Andrew's golf course. I'm not sure. Uh, Stats appearing on screens all around the room. Uh, Stats on the distance I hit the ball, the ball speed, the club head speed. And my personal favorite, wait for it. This, I mean, this couldn't be more American. Smash factor. I have no idea what smash factor is, but it sounded brilliant. (laughs) Right. He said, all you need to know is that pros hit it to this point. You're at this point. Right. So you've got a bit to go. Right. And this guy who was there, who was analysing my swing, uh, you know, he was making adjustments to the clubs. He was giving me uh, heavier, stiffer shafts. He was giving me different club heads, uh, changing the grip, or you know, whatever it was. He was brilliant, incredibly knowledgeable. He made me feel incredibly comfortable. He didn't laugh too much when I hit rubbish shots, um, you know. And it was an hour and a half of this. And and by the way this hour and a half with this expert on fitting my clubs was free free there was no cost to this to go to the callaway performance center right to be with a callaway expert for an hour and a half having them fit the best clubs for me for free right let me ask you this question does that attract their ideal customer of course it does you freaking bet it does right does it cost them a lot to do it Probably. Right. I have no idea how much it costs to set up the performance center, the room. I have no idea um, how much what salaries they pay for the team of fitters that are there all day working with um, working with customers. That's probably quite a lot of salaries to be paying when they're offering a quote unquote free service. But we're going to come back to this. Right. So let's dive into what are the the really important factors of a good lead magnet. Right, and look, I'm, I'm applying it again. I'm looking at the golf world here, but look, let's start applying this to other businesses, right? To I think the first thing for me is you've got to be able to taste success, right? Uh, and what I mean by that is if your lead magnet, if your free thing can help that person experience an element of success, like in what you're doing, it's going to make them go, wow, Right? like if i got that success for free what's going to happen if i pay them right does that make sense and look this is going to sound this is going to sound silly um but i never realized like quite how the difference of clubs like how much of a difference that that, that the clubs could make and it, it sounds stupid me saying it right but i just didn't realize the impact of it and to see the difference and to feel the difference was amazing right and to put this in perspective like Again, for those of you who don't know, you don't know golf. Just bear with me a second. But like my seven iron, I would hit about hundred and fifty-five yards. Right, that's the stats that it was coming up, and which I which I felt was a bit shorter than normal. But whatever, right? Well, <laughs> we're going to go with that. And then after going through a few different setups, a few different um, clubs, a few different irons, um, this the, the guy helped me. This you know this he was like right okay based on what I've seen let's try this one next. And he gave me another seven iron, and I started hitting balls, and it felt incredible. Right, my swing felt smoother, the connection felt unbelievable and the average distance was now 167 yards. Hang on, wait, I've just added 12 yards to my to my shot, right? In the, I've always talked about having social proof on your landing pages, like how other people have experienced results they've got. This is way better. I have experienced success. I have added 12 yards and all I've done is change a club. 12 yards extra distance and all I've done is change a club. This is absolutely ridiculous, right? Forget that social proof right now. I've experienced dramatic improvement and I've had success immediately, right? He needs to go no further. At this point, I'm absolutely sold, right? I'm ready to hand over my credit card already, right? Does that make sense? Like I'm already, I'm already like in buying mode. I'm like, I've improved this much. Like you don't need to carry on talking, I'm sold. And look, and, and this is where I wanna say like your lead magnet, your free thing, should help someone have like some level of success. It should help them taste success. Like, and I'm not talking about it has to be like a consultation. It has to be a one-on-one situation. It can be the free thing that they download off your website, but it's got to allow them to feel a level of success. Because when they start that level of, they get that level of success, they start thinking, oh my word, what happens if I actually start paying them and get the proper stuff, right? But I do get it. I do get the idea of, like offering something like this may may actually like scare a lot of you because you know working for free is not the goal right working for free isn't like you know you don't want to be working for free forever so you know so i asked him just quite casually by the way like how many people buy like what percentage of people who come in for a fitting actually end up buying clubs and the guy, the guy looked at me with this bit of a bit of a confused bit of a confused look and his response was like Every, everyone and I and I laughed but do you know what I was like it, it genuinely doesn't surprise me like they they've got their ideal client coming in it's someone who's ready to buy clubs they're coming in for a fitting right so you already know that they're ready to buy clubs the decision they're probably making is whether to go with Callaway or to go with a, a, comp- a com- competing brand right that's probably the only decision in are mind right so they're ready to buy um, and once they've been through this they're sold right and but let me take a step back let me go back into this Process. what did this guy do that made this experience just unbelievable right let's go to where do i start let's go to understanding their needs making them problem aware and then delivering a solution so let's go to the first one understanding their needs this whole session and this again this might seem silly for me to say but i know so many people who do the complete opposite of this he so he barely spoke about the clubs He barely spoke about Callaway. He didn't tell me the specs of the club. He didn't give me any um, jargon. He didn't try and um, he didn't even try and sell me the clubs. Right. And so often when you go into businesses, they spend the whole time telling me about how good their services are, uh, about how they have this feature, that feature, about how it's got this level, whatever. Right. And I'm bored. I'm like, I just don't care. (laughs) Right. What he did was he asked loads of questions right, and if you're struggling in sales right now, like, this is the first point that I would say, like, you have got to be asking questions, so he asked me questions like, what's your handicap, um, what goal, what are your goals in golf, where do you want to be in the next three years with your golf game, uh, how often are you practicing, uh, are you improving, are you working with a coach, and like, a ton more questions, right, after the first 20 minutes, he totally understood my needs, right, again, he'd handed me a few different clubs, he'd got me using my clubs but ultimately he hadn't spoken a word about the different setups the different specs nothing he had just found out everything he could about me right and so what were my needs right he's like my needs were i'm an, i'm improving and working hard on improving i want to have a set of clubs that may be a bit above where i am right now so that i can grow into them right like i don't want to have to come back next year and replace my set of clubs with another set of clubs i don't want to have to buy again in a year's time Right, I said to him, like I feel like I hit the ball really high, and that loses distance. I want to have more control within one hundred and twenty yards, and to be honest, it was probably a lot more. Right, and what he, what he then did, which was by the way amazing, um, again with a sales situation, he he did something called, what I call active listening right and again lot you should all be doing this and yes that might be the actually really paying attention and nodding along and like uh, acknowledging that you understand so like yes okay i'm with you for example but what he did was once he understood my needs he turned around and said he goes okay chris what i've heard you say is that you would like And what he did was literally repeat back everything that I'd said. So he said, what I've heard you say is that you'd like a set of clubs that you can grow into as you get better. They're going to work for you now, but they're also going to work for you in two, three years time as you get better. And as you get into that single figure handicap, Um, you want to hit the ball a little bit lower rather than higher. And you'd like to be hitting the ball a bit longer. Is that right? Right. And I I started laughing because I was like, I, I know what he's just done. Right. He's and I'm there going. That is that is exact. Absolutely spot on. Yes. Thank you. I now know that he's listened. I now know that he knows exactly what I need from a golf club. And do you know what he's going to do now? He's going to turn around and provide me with a solution. He can provide me a solution because he knows my needs. So often when you're going into a sales situation with a business, right, they try and sell you the thing, but actually it's completely irrelevant because they have no idea what you actually need. They're just trying to pour stuff on you, right? They're like, this sounds good. This sounds good. This sounds like, and you're just like, this has no relevance to me. But as soon as they make, they find your need and can actually provide a solution, then they're laughing, right? And by the way, one thing that he, um, one thing that he did was uh, he made me problem aware. There was, you know, I knew I wanted to hit the ball further, right? That was my kind of. That's always what I want to do. It's always what people want to do in golf, right? They want to hit the ball further. But as I was going through my shots, my practice shots, uh, you know, I hit three, four, five, six shots, whatever. Uh, and after a few of them he goes, okay just pause for a second he's like come and have a look at these stats and up on the wall there's these bunch of stats and I'll, <laughs> I'll share the image uh, in the uh, in the show notes so it, but you can look at it and you can go and he went and he looked at all the different stats and there's all kinds okay this is the one point where I was like there's a lot of jargon up there like in my head I was like this is so confusing and he went look ignore 90% of this all I want you to to realize is that with the way the speed that you sp- swing your club, the ball speed should be higher. Right. So now he's taken these 12 stats or 16. I don't know how many stats. that there are loads of stats on there. Right. And he went, I want you to look at this one stat. Right. Yes. Look at the distance. That's obviously one of the distance, but also make sure you look at ball speed. Right now. And the reason he's doing this is for like, well, really, he's making it simple for me. Right. So I have an understanding and I didn't, you know, right. Then I go, OK, so with my swing speed, I should be having a a a quicker ball speed off the club that was that i now was aware of the problem right i now had a measure of success and the reason he was looking at that was because a lot of the other stats were would be related to my swing right now he's only got an hour and a half with me he's not he's not going to be able to fix my swing in an hour and a half so he's ruling those elements out right the one thing that he can really affect in that moment is ball speed by changing the club right that's the one thing that he could affect so he was saying so from that point on everything that he did was around solving that problem he was about finding a solution that with the same swing with the same swing speed increased ball speed and every time he handed me a new setup a new shaft a new club head whatever he explained he, he just said hit a few with that and if it started working he'd be like okay this is why this one's working because it's got this and this right He had now provided me with a solution, right? And it was the point where, as I started hitting these, you know, each one, I was now looking up. Yes, I was looking at the distance, the ball was going, but I was also looking at the ball speed. And what, with, you know, with one change of club, right? With same swing, this is like two swings later, same swing, uh, different club, the ball speed increased by like eight miles an hour or something. Same swing speed, totally different ball speed. And the distance had gone up by 12 yards, Right, I was like, wow, okay. So now what he's done is he's shown me, A, I've got that level of success, but he's shown me that the solution that he has provided has increased the measure of success which he made me problem aware of. He made me aware of that problem just a few minutes before, right? Does that make sense? Okay, so the thing there, active listening. If you, if, they're, if people, the person there in front of you actually isn't aware of or fully aware of the problem, make sure you educate them. Make sure you give them a measure of success and say, okay, this is what we're looking at, right? As I said a minute ago, he did not talk about the clubs. And this is one of the killers for me in sales. People spend all their time talking about the features of the product or the features of their service, right? It, it would be like someone coming in uh, to our fitness business, right? And saying, um, hey, I'm, um, you know, I'm thinking about signing up, blah, 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 and us going, okay, so what we'll do is we have uh, three 58 minutes uh, sessions, in which point we'll do five minutes of stretching, 10 minutes of workouts, 30 minutes of strength training, like, and I'm breaking down a uh, minute by minute, the different like sessions that they'll go through. They don't care. They genuinely don't care. All they care about is the result. Right. And so throughout this hour and a half, there was zero talk on the models, on the clubs, wh- what they were made from, like what angle they're set at, etc. Right? The pro, there was nothing, no talk about how they're, you know, made, how they're put together. Nothing. It was all about me, the whole session. And so, what I want you to do um, is take a look at your selling skills. In fact we did a podcast on this a couple of podcasts ago if you go to level10living.co.uk forward slash 5252 after listening to this obviously um, you'll be able to get some top tips on quickly improving your sales skills but it all look we'll, we'll go through the we'll go through the sort of the summary but it all comes down to this right find the need provide a solution that's it find the need provide the solution And the only, right, so this is where it gets a bit funny, because the only thing that irritated me uh, in the end was that I couldn't actually buy the damn clubs. (laughs) And this drove me nuts. Like, I was there, I couldn't be more excited, ready to buy, and then they said, you unfortunately can't buy the clubs through us, you have to go away and get them through a, a retailer or whatever. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, I'm ready to buy I would have literally given you, like, the, my credit card there and then. And now I've got to go away and, and then you've got to go back to the retailer, right to the person who booked you in for this. And which, in my head, I was like, well, that's great for the retailer because they're now going to get the, I guess, you know, the sale from it. But for Callaway, I was like, guys. And, it, and they gave, they told me, like, it was something to do with, like, a law or something that they weren't allowed to sell to a consumer or something. I don't know, but um sounds like a rubbish idea to me. But the problem is now, like they're going to lose people in that process because now they're relying on another business to follow up with them and to sell the clubs, right? And I'll tell you what, as soon as I stepped out of there, my head started going, do I need all those clubs, right? Do I need all of them or should I just get the irons? Do I need to get the driver? Do I need to get the, like, and I started questioning it five minutes earlier, I'd have handed over my credit card and bought the whole thing. As soon as I walked out that room, started questioning it, right? I came up with reasons why I didn't need to get all those clubs. And that happens, like when people do consultations, they do quotes and things like that, and then they walk away without asking for the sale. There is so much that can happen before that next point of contact that the that potential customer goes, no, you know what, like I've, I've talked myself out of it, basically. right? I've, I've thought of 17,000 reasons why this isn't a good idea. Whereas 10 minutes ago, they were like buzzing and ready to buy. So one of the key things, like ask for the sale. And I know this is a bit different in the Callaway example because they weren't allowed to. But in your situation, if you found the need, if you provided a solution, ask for the sale. Right. So, so, so key. I mean, look, as I said earlier, this was a quote unquote free service. Right. But let's just do the maths. And let me let's for ease sake, let's say Callaway were selling the clubs. Right. The clubs range in price from, I think, like, let's say £120 for a sandwich or whatever you want to call it to, I think the most expensive irons were like £1,600. But let's say the average person buys a set of irons, you know, a wedge and a driver or whatever. Let's say they spend a grand. The main reason I'm saying a grand is because it keeps the maths easier for me, right? So let's say, they did, let's say they did this in sales. Let's say they had, I don't know, five fittings a day, right? They're an hour and a half each, whatever. Let's say they've got five fittings a day. And he said, like everyone buys, but let's say that, you know, let's say 80% of people buy. Once they've been in, 80% of people buy. So let's say, uh, let's just say four people buy. So that's four sales a day. And if each person spends a thousand pounds, that's four thousand pounds a day from a free service. Let's say they do it seven days a week, 50 weeks a year. That's 1.4 million pounds a year from a quote unquote free service. J- I just want to pause on that for a minute because. People freak out about offering something like an hour or whatever for free. Everything this person, this like Callaway do, this fitting was free. They pay the salaries of the people that are doing it. They've obviously got the rent on the room, whatever it is. But they make, you know, of that, they could make 1.4 million a year of offering a free service. And the, and the reason I'm saying that is because I, I I cannot stress that enough, that people freak out about offering something for free up front because they don't want to work for quote unquote free if it leads to, you know, let's say your average sale was like, even in the fitness world, let's say your average sale is like two grand, right, that client is worth £2,000 to you, is it worth an hour of your time up front? Of course it is, it's a no-brainer, right, and we we'll, like, one of the, uh, I want to kind of, let's look at how, let me go into, like, removing the barriers, okay, so let me go into, like, this is a little bonus section for us, because it's something that I want to talk about, and then we'll go into some ideas of how you can implement this, so, I, removing the barriers this is like a bonus section like remove all barriers when I was when I first inquired about getting a club fitting I was initially told that there was a wait list of like a month but luckily I was able to get in earlier due to a cancellation however there is a local golf club who also offer a fitting service um, but for Callaway and for a different brand as well so I was like hey I, I reach out to them I was like hey I see you do uh, fitting for uh, for Callaway and for this other brand And they're like, yeah, it's going to cost you £100. And I was like, but it's free at the Callaway Performance Centre. They're like, yeah, but for us, you know, we have to charge £100 for our time. And we do a longer one. It was going to be two two hours, I think they said, or two and a half hours. Uh, Two and a half hours, right? Because I remember thinking, okay, that's quite a long time, right? So there's two barriers there already. One, cost, right? If you're making an average sale of a grand off the back of this, why put a barrier to putting in front of it it just seems absolutely ludicrous to me right if someone comes in for a fitting and and they said don't worry i think i'm sure they had it as like look if you end up buying the clubs you'll get that 100 pounds off i'm sure you know what i'm not even sure that was on there i'm not even sure that was on there i think he had it but, but you know what don't put that barrier why would you say to someone yeah look i know you want to buy these clubs but you've got to spend £100 for the privilege to buy these clubs. Like, what? Like, no. Remove that barrier, right? That's, you know, it just immediately puts up that, oh, that's a hassle, right? Why do I have to pay 100 quid? That's so annoying. Um, and then the second barrier, time, right? We're all time poor, right? We're all looking at how we're spending our time and say, 2.5 hours at the range. Like, don't get me wrong, I'd love to be at the range for two and a half hours. That's not a problem. But there's so many people where they're like, where am I going to fit in two and a half hours? Right, I work, you know, 12 hours a day or whatever it is, and I'm like, what? I can't fit in two and a half hours at the range. Right, you've got two two big barriers to that. One, it's a hundred quid. Two, it's two and a half hours. Right, remove those barriers, and I'm like, look, if they drop that down to an hour and a half and they did it for free, I'm telling you, they'd make more sales. I have no doubt about it. And those fittings would be full. They could do them all day, every day, and make sales off the back of it. Because as soon as someone has that experience of success, they're sold okay so that's kind of a little bonus section now let's look at some ideas let's do some quick ideas how you could use this right so if you sell physical products which is essentially what we've been talking about today right how do you get people to taste success first think about when you walk into department stores right makeup counters do this really well you walk through and you see women like like lined up at these makeup counters having makeup applied right they're having a makeup test or whatever it is uh you know what they buy that makeup no doubt about it that like they get they see, they look in the mirror and they're like that looks amazing let me get it yes it's been applied by a professional right which i'm sure is part of it but they're like oh i can get that result amazing let's let me get this and then i'll be able to do that later uh another one that always makes me laugh because uh Shelley's a big fan joe malone joe malone offer free hand massages in their store because you know like you know what do women need after four hours of shopping and carrying bags they obviously need a hand massage right Uh, No, I joke it. Well, I joke a little bit. But like once they're in there having your hand massage, which is free, obviously they're going to sell their perfumes, their oils, their candles, their whatever it is, right? Off the back of it. So yes, you go and have a hand massage, which is free, but you probably buy 60 to 100 quid's worth of stuff once you're in there. Right? Look at how you can do that within your business. Right? If you're, I don't know, if you're selling, if you've got a clothes shop, right, you could do like, you can have free, um, what do you call it, personal shopping sessions, right, why, why, if you do have a personal shopper for an hour, trying on loads of different outfits in your store, everything that person puts on is going to, they're going to buy it, right, forget paying them, forget charging for the personal shopping section of it, offer it for free, people will buy everything you tell them to buy in that hour, and they'll enjoy the process too, Uh, what about if you offer a service, like massage therapists, Right. Offer a free 30 minute massage to all new customers. Right. They come in. They have a 30 minute massage. Right. And then afterwards they book in a series of massages, whether it's like once a month as a, you know, a body MOT, just keeping them in check or whether it's like a series of six or whatever, because they're actually completely broken, whatever it is. Right. Or what about a photographer for like, let's say it's a photographer who does like corporate stuff, like business work. Right. Do a free headshot for for the owner of the business. Right. Yes, that's a yes. I don't know what a headshot costs. Right? I think they range from like 50 to 300 quid. Right. So go and do the free headshot for the owner. But that obviously leads to the whole team needing headshots. It obviously leads to nice photos for their website and for their social media. There is so much that you can upsell from that free thing. There's so much that you can do from that. Right. Does that make sense? So look, there's, there's a few ideas there. And again, there's going to be lots of people that have said, I can't do that in my business. That won't work like shut that shut that mindset down ask yourself how can i make that work in my business okay so let's just do a quick recap real quick recap um, what were those things so offer a free thing allow the prospect to taste success discover their needs provide a solution ask for the sale and the bonus remove the barriers right let me say that one more time offer a free thing allow the prospect to taste success discover their needs provide a solution, ask for the sale and before, like beforehand, remove all the barriers. Okay, so that's all I've got for you this week, guys. I hope that's been valuable. I hope you've enjoyed that. Uh, and if you wanna get any of the links or any of the resources that we spoke about in today's episode, or you just wanna see the pictures of me trying to swing a club at the Callaway Performance Center then, uh, or videos even, then head on over to level10living.co.uk forward slash 54. That's 5.4, And you'll be able to see those things there. All the best, bye. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to the Entrepreneur Playbook podcast. I hope you are loving it. If you'd like to come and hang out with other entrepreneurs, other business owners in our Facebook group, then just head on over to level10living.co.uk forward slash playbook, and that'll take you straight to our Facebook group. And if you really want to take your business to that next level, if you want to build an audience of people who absolutely love you, who are raving fans and buy everything that you put out, then you're going to need to get Russell Brunson's new book, Expert Secrets. And you can get a free copy just by going to level10living.co.uk forward slash expert, that's E-X-P-E-R-T, and go and grab your free copy right now. You're going to love it. And if you're loving the show and getting value from it, then what I would love for you to do is head on over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. In fact, whatever you listen on, leave me a rating and review, and that would mean the world to me. So thank you for everyone who does that. And also, make sure that you never miss an episode again. Make sure that you subscribe to the show uh, wherever you are listening to it. And remember, in the words of Marianne Williamson, playing small does not serve the world. And so for me, that means leveling up in all areas of our lives. All the best. Bye.